नमस्कार हेलो एंड वेलकम टू पी गुरुज चैनल आई एम योर होस्ट श्री आयर सो इलॉन मस्क बाइस ट्विटर एंड टेक्स इट प्राइवेट वॉट इज दैट मीन फॉर द यूजर्स आर देर गोइंग बी एनी न्यू रिस्ट्रिक्शंस न्यू फीचर्स इज देर गोइंग बी डिफरेंस इन द वे द सॉफ्टवेयर इज गोइंग टू वर्क वेल वील हैव टू वेट एंड सी फर्स्ट आई वॉन्ट टू टच अपॉन वॉट इज इट मीन वेन यू टेक अ पब्लिक कंपनी प्राइवेट Viewers, this is not the first time a high-tech company has been taken private. I believe it was Dell first, and then Western Digital. And in two thousand seven, I know Western Digital went private, and then both these companies came back public. And and they, the time they took it private, the stock price or the time they came back was a much higher value. So what happens when you take a company private? You see most companies when they initially have a product it's usually what is called as unicorn. For instance, if you take Dell, it was computers. Now Dell had to diversify from desktops to laptops to gaming laptops to servers. You get the idea, right? In each one of these things there is a slightly different vertical, a different hardware, a different way in which you configure the systems you can't really have a desktop manufacturer go and also become a server manufacturers the requirements are different so dell had bought a few companies uh, i think it was in the late 90s or early 2000s which were not making money but they were still committed to pay those companies the whatever money they needed to do so in a sense what they had were poorly performing companies in on their balance sheets so in order to clean up that they took it private away from the sinosphere of the public meaning like away from the eyes of the public so that whatever they wanted to do whether it is cutting companies cutting jobs closing down plants uh, firing people and at the same time they were also firing some from the existing groups also all this could be done away from the eyes of the public that's what happened in the case of dell that's what happened in the case of western digital also because western digital again was something that was seen primarily as a hard disk company a storage company however there were many other technologies that western digital had acquired as part of its growth which were like for example you know solid state drives storage for servers which is different from storage for desktop which is different from storage for laptop you get the idea they were also selling a lot of Uh, uh storage for uh, smartphone manufacturers but in the case of western digital since i know some of the people who were involved i can share a little bit more insight so what had happened was that western digital you know it was flying very high i'm i'm talking about the mid 80s well, i'm going way back it was flying very high and then western digital started acquiring companies and then in their zeal to start marketing or or uh, you know uh, capturing other markets they even bought a chipset company now here's where the problem comes a chipset company is somebody who gave you chipsets with which oem or original equipment manufacturers uh, you know in taiwan could build desktop systems they used to call them white box because these are all generic brands and and then they wanted to say okay you have the chipsets from us you also get the storage from us you know that kind of a linking up with storage however that plan fell flat and in wd had run up a lot of uh, black a uh, lot of red ink which is like losses in their uh, in their balance sheet so they needed to get rid of some of the dead wood and uh, they did that and then they focused on storage which is hard disk storage now 
as the hard disk storage market started shrinking, at one point we had eight or nine hard disk drive manufacturers, Seagate, Western Digital, Quantum, then uh, Toshiba, Hitachi, uh, um, then there were a couple of other, Miniscribe uh, out of Colorado. So there were all these companies. And, and then the market started shrinking, you know, integration and, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the market became more and more uh, on, um, it shrunk in terms of players. So I think Quantum was bought by Seagate. That was a big one because Quantum was number three. So the Western Digital, Quantum and Seagate were one, two, and three, if you will. There was also a company called Connor Peripherals. And uh, Connor was actually a salesperson from Western Digital who got pissed off on one day. And then he said, I'm going to start my own company. And Connor Peripherals had a fairly good hard disk drive also. And, and that was one of the first ones to fall, by the way, said, by the way. Long story short, what happens in these cases is the uh, market started becoming smaller. So at the end, in the end, you had only four companies left. It was Western Digital, it was Seagate, it was Toshiba, and it was Hitachi, four companies left. And in the United States, most government organizations are big companies, like say Fortune 500 companies. They always want what is called as a second source, meaning like if their primary source was Seagate, they wanted to have another source, which is also based in the US, who can supply uh, them with say storage in case the primary has a problem, whether it is supply chain problem or it just goes under. So always you need to have a second source and Western Digital became that second source. So they went and bought all these chipset companies, things didn't work out, they cleaned up their balance sheet, came back and concentrated being a storage company. And, and that really helped them focus. They got bigger and bigger and they even bought SanDisk, which was a giant in flash storage company, you know, flash memory. And, and they bought them also. Today, Western Digital owns SanDisk. So is this what's going to happen to Twitter? Let's take a look at some of the acquisitions of Twitter and see if any of those things uh, would perhaps face the axe. One of the acquisitions was Periscope because they wanted to buy Periscope so that they could do video. Uh, and, uh, you know, video was okay. I, I, I guess at some point of time, they discarded the Periscope technology, integrated that inside the Twitter code base. I remember having to transition from a particular URL which said PS, PSCP Periscope, PRCP, whatever it is, to Twitter. So anyway, so that happened, I think about two, two and a half years ago. So Twitter has, I think, now a chance to clean up some of the deadwood, clean up some of the rebel elements. I have told you in my previous uh, hangouts or monologues that um, there is a confusion in the minds of many people who are working in companies such as Twitter, Facebook, Google, etc., where they are having a confusion between their professional obligations and their personal inclinations for politics. So when these two get confused, you get something similar to what we are seeing with a certain minority in India. So some of them may face the axe. In fact, I fully expect the upper management to be fired by Elon Musk. Elon Musk is not someone who is going to have anyone who doesn't toe his line uh, along with him. And I think, I expect that 
people like para uh, you know agarwal and uh, vijaya gadde who's a legal officer all of them i think will probably be shown the door anyway but for the user what does it mean i expect that twitter will be more middle however twitter has one problem revenue model what happened with the revenue model twitter's revenue model i have used twitter to advertise quite a bit however i had to stop it after spending thousands of dollars because i was not getting any stickiness from twitter let me explain to you what stickiness is so you take daily global insights that i and sridhar chitiala ji were posting we had 330 odd episodes now about 250 of those we promoted every day as soon as the program airs we will promote it back on twitter so whenever we promoted we get we got good amount of views say if we don't promote if you just let it go we would be around 300 views after a 24 hour period because we were doing it 5 days a week the next day there's a new episode now but what was happening was every time we promoted it we would get 20000 views but as soon as we stop promoting it again we will fall back to 300 this is what is stickiness is stickiness would mean when 20000 people were looking at our uh, news surely more people were interested in knowing because we were bang on on many of the things we predicted we were bang on and yet we were not getting the stickiness what we were expecting was once you take the sales uh, boost out that organically the program would grow it was just a single program that was being promoted yet we saw that organically it fell back to the same 300 350 and it continues to be that even today unless one thing happens what is that one thing unless someone whose handle is not shadow banned retweets one of our programs and if that person has thousands of followers then we see a lot of views what does it tell you that p guru's handle sri ayer handle and many other handles we are all shadow banned but they don't mind taking our money then they'll spread it out so how do you think i feel when i, I i'm expecting some stickiness and i get zero stickiness so maybe many of twitter's customers are probably feeling the same way so as to whether i will go back to advertising uh uh-uh. uh unless i see organic growth my follower count in p gurus is stuck at 40000 my follower count at sri ayer handle is stuck at 28 29000 surely people are new people are coming online surely new people are watching some of our program because p gurus doesn't stick to one format or one topic we we give you a wide range of views and opinions sometimes we'll have 180 degree difference in opinion between two subject matter experts we bring on why do we do that the idea is to educate you to let you develop your own perspective this is where things are so i don't know whether under elon musk some of these things will go away for example my shadow ban will go away i i know some people who have multi million followers who are also under active shadow ban i don't know if that will go away or not but i can tell you this elon musk is his own man and he will do what he thinks is right my guess is he'll clean up all these things and then come back and take twitter public again and make a fat profit thanks for watching please like share and subscribe to our program and do not forget to click on the bell button namaskar